0: And welcome to this week's Marvellous Podcast. We're back to discuss the short Marvel series, *Miss Marvel. I'm joined by Laura. Hello. And Matthew. Hello. It's lovely to see you all again. So, without further ado, I think everybody probably has seen the show, if you're listening. And if you haven't seen the show and you're listening because that's the thing that you do, then I think that's delightful. Um, I wasn't really planning on trying to explain the show specifically, because one thing I found when I watched it back was, there's quite a lot in this show, isn't there? Mm. Like it's, it's, got, it's got quite a lot going on. It's like so an I think, onion. Yes, yes, a very like a detailed, yeah, kind of a Rubik's onion, perhaps, mm-hmm. if you like. You know, there's a lot lot to uncover, and if you look at it this way, it's slightly different.
1: Whilst onions come in layers, <laughs> once, once you take a layer off, there is just more onion.
0: It's yeah, not different more. layers it's each different time. Layer that, you know, onion. We
1: use it as a, an analogy of like something oh, that's so right, made. Right. It's still it's onion all the way down.
0: Sometimes you get yeah, a bad layer go. though. Like you know when you get one bad <laughs> layer in the onion, they're like, How yeah. did you get in there? Like what what hmm. happened to you in the middle here? Like hmm. where did it all go wrong for that layer anyway? <laughs> Culinary diversion. Um, Laura, what did you think of Miss Marvel? The Marvel T V show.
2: I thought it was so much fun but also it's had so much depth Yeah, you know, and quite often you get one or the other but but here I think they really managed to balance uh, beautifully uh there was a really lovely depiction of being a teenage girl from what I remember way back when um and of seeing this loving family unit and really getting spent a lot of time with them and quite obviously a window into a culture that I'm just not familiar with and I kind of I felt part of the family by the end and you know you pick up a lot of the the mannerisms of the different characters and and the um and the the slang and and yeah i I just thought it was a beautiful window um i do have some questions over the plotting uh particularly the whole noir of it all i don't really understand how some of that works normally that would really annoy me like it would just it would throw me out but I enjoyed the rest of it so much that it just, I decided it just didn't matter. Obviously, I want the answers, but um, I can cope with not having them just yet. And, and um, the other thing I thought was great is that this is such a great contrast to Moon Knight, which was so serious. Mm. Um, mm. And well, not serious because you have Stephen Grab, but heavy. You know, Moon Knight mm-hmm. was really heavy. And then you've got this delightful, colourful craziness over here, but with it, within the, the onion shell trying to keep that going (laughs) you've got you you know a lot of depth in there as well so yeah i i i I loved it and i have to say i think i said on the last pod for me at the moment marvel tv is streaks ahead of um, mcu on the big screen
0: interesting Mm, compare and contrast this pod with the next pod which will be thor love (laughs) and thunder spoilers for that next pod fact matthew what do you think of this
1: I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think this is the first time it's felt like they've delivered on the promise of Marvel on TV, even even more so than the Netflix series, if if we can even include them as well. That the promise of let's tell stories that don't necessarily fit in a movie style, or or you know, or characters who aren't suited and wouldn't be as big a draws in in the cinema, or take the opportunity to take you know six episodes. And tell a story that might not be so fleshed out on on a movie. I think I think there's absolutely facets in here we wouldn't have got in a two two and a half hour mm. piece. Um, and I but I think more than anything else, and and you know my complaints about the MCU in general lately, this didn't feel like a series that was setting up something to come in a few years. It didn't feel like it was laying down hints for characters that are going to be established elsewhere and other things are going to happen. This was the origin story of Ms. Marvel and her community and her family and and you know, the people that we meet in a Iron Man, Doctor Strange, Captain America type piece. This felt like it gave me that without feeling, oh, there's that watch and what's that watch going to do? And there's a character who came and spoke to that person who gave them a thing. And this just told a story. And and by and large, it it's its own piece, and it's left me feeling pretty satisfied by the end.
0: I'm Just taking a moment to just enjoy both of you enjoying something. <laughs> Similarly, how how delightful. Um, yeah, no, I also really enjoyed it. So that's Good. that's three for go. three. Good job, Marvel. Um, that's so been a I have three thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, it has. Shang-Chi? I mean, I think. Yeah, I think we all like Shang Chi. Uh, Hawkeye. We were all surprised by Hawkeye Hmm. with our low, low expectations. Hmm. I don't know if that's...
1: (laughs) No, Uh, uh, it probably is Hawkeye. The reason I say that is the comparison is Hawkeye is also setting up Florence Pugh and Hawkeye's wife and other things. Crucially, we all
0: loved Florence Pugh. I think, you know, when you say we liked Hawkeye, we liked Florence. Yes, yeah, yeah. And, you
1: know, (laughs) Hayley Steinfeld and it's got the Daredevil, Kingpin (laughs) stuff and... You know, it's it's got threads; it's moving forward. Whereas yeah. this, whilst obviously this will come to stuff, and there's a post credit mm. scene that's going to lead to stuff. I don't feel like there was anything in here that's left me going, "Oh, I can't wait to see the actual story when they deliver on that." Yeah, that, that idea.
0: That's that's a really nice point. So I this is the first series where I have all the comics, um, and mm. uh, Ms Marvel was my way back into comics or possibly in, in, properly into into actually subscribing and having them turn up at your door yes. uh, for the first time and I read a couple of interviews with um, G Willow Wilson when it came out saw some of the art and I love Captain Marvel and I thought well go on then this this looks this looks like Marvel are trying to do something new Ooh. and you know at that point I hadn't necessarily been getting on with the Avengers and I thought well maybe I'd like a a different way into Marvel. And, and I absolutely found that with the comics. And what I loved in the comics is again, you, you are brought into this family unit. There are some key differences, but there's a lot of similarities and the characters Mm. are very, very much the same. And, you know, and you see them on screen and you know them from the page and it's just, there's some lovely details Mm. and casting and, you know, there's there's some bits where I could almost see the frame. Um, You know, the, the, Sloth with the wings is yes. <laughs> just a lovely a lovely call. Um, so many details, so many rich details from a comic that is already very, very well written and has an awful lot of story going on. Mm. Um, when I was going back sorting out my Miss Marvel comics, I got very confused because there are several runs and they've all got the same title as Marvel and they've all got the same numbering scheme, 1 to 12. <laughs> and I was looking at them going, I can't work out which plot goes where, but looking at them all out of order what I noticed was that there are quite a lot of bits of plots from different runs in this series Good. and quite a lot mm-hmm. of nods to different things. It's not one single lift or one single mm-hmm. um, story. So that made watching it really rewarding for somebody who'd already enjoyed the comics because I didn't really know what exactly they were going to do. And someone would turn up and i think, oh, it's you. Oh, that's not going to end well. Um, or you can have a wedding, are you? Oh. <laughs> um, but I, I couldn't really remember the details. And then, of course, indeed, this whole sort of gnaw area, um, I couldn't really remember. And I thought, do I not remember it? Because it's me and I don't remember things. Not, do I not remember it? Because it's not there. Oh, I didn't get to that yet. So I really liked the way it worked with the material and kind of mm-hmm. you don't miss out. Mm-hmm. like if If, if you... It's, it's okay if you haven't read the comics and it's okay if you have and I think that's such a fine line to walk. And I'm not sure some of the other series have sort of, if you like, bothered in mm. the same way. So I think this really mm. recognises that this has been quite precious for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the thing that I particularly love the most is that I don't think there's anyone for whom it's been more precious than Iman Vellani, oh, um, <laughs> our titular character, Kamala Khan. Um, just what a... Ray of delight and sunshine, Mm -hmm. and like when's the last time you saw an origin story where our hero was already so fulfilled and themselves? Mm -hmm. I think that's that's an interesting point to start on. Maybe like let's let's start
1: with that. Yeah, the thing that's reminded me of recently is turning red. That's exactly
0: what Peg said. That's Mm. really interesting. It's the same sort
1: of thing (laughs) of a character who who exactly as you say has a personality already. Um, and then this, this goes a bit further. And and in some ways, what it's delivering on, whether or not it knows it's delivering on it, it's delivering on what Spider Man could be. Mm. Because, you know, Peter Parker is a little boring at times. <laughs> um, you know, he's a bit of a goody two shoes. And it, he's written in the same way that most Marvel heroes are written. Mm. But they very quickly drop the sort of teenagerness of it. Or, or don't lean into it as, as much as they perhaps could. And in this, it is joyful about going to school and having friends and listening to music and sharing earphones and so on.
2: It's great. Yeah. I think so much of that is about the time that's been spent on building the characters, you mm-hmm. know, at school and also her family. And then how that reflects on Kamala as being a 3D person. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Imam Valani is. Amazing in the role, mm. genuinely now, incredible. I'm, I'm really curious now. See her in a different role, to mm. then see—is it just that she is literally Kamala? <laughs> like, <laughs> she just is, is the uh, you know embodiment mm-hmm. of, or is she a, you know just a ridiculously good actress? I, you know, it, or it could be both. But yeah, I'm just really curious to see now when I see her in a different role, am I going to be able to divorce her from the Kamala role?
0: I can absolutely see that they that they would have just said oh here she is because here yeah. she is uh, just straight from the page just brilliant
2: yeah i was listening to an interview with oh, i think it was bisha k showrunner, mm. i think um and they'd seen i think she was saying they'd seen lots of um young women uh and that uh iman had put herself on tape and, and just when they saw her it was kind of that's that is her. It's literally her. Uh, so, so, yeah, there's some, some kind of um, alchemy going on there.
1: It does always seem to be the story with casting, isn't it? That they just keep going until they find the person to go, oh, yeah, it's them.
2: Okay. Well, it seems to work for them, doesn't it? I have mm. to say. Mm. I can't think of too many misfires with with Marvel casting, given mm. we're almost up to 30 films and yeah. we have many TV shows now.
0: Well, I think there's something particularly interesting as well with... Um, Kamala's character being, um, much, much as we talked about uh, with Hawkeye, somebody who exists as having grown up in the Avengers world. Mm-hmm. You know, this is someone who um, writes their Avengers fan fiction and draws their Avengers comics and has strong fan art opinions and costume thoughts and hair preferences and all of these details. Again, all of which are in the comics. Mm, um,
3: okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It's a particularly good scene, but I won't... You know, you know, the thing is, you can't really talk about the comics just in case they do decide to do yeah, it, and then yeah. you would have spoiled <laughs> something that is frankly magnificent anyway. Mm. Yeah, those those interests are all certainly detailed in the comics and, you know, the, the stories that she writes and things. It's, it's very entertaining. So I really like that hmm. all exists in there. But then you have an actor who's who's also grown up in inside, you know, she's born in 2002. She's... Had, I know <laughs> <laughs> so much of life has been in the Marvel universe, although you know the MCU c didn't start till she was six, I guess, so not all hope is lost but yeah that's right, isn't it Like sometimes with Marvel, you think, God, this has been going on forever, and this is just so big, and then sometimes you go, well, fourteen years, mm-hmm. hmm. how many billions of dollars anyway mm. um <laughs> I really enjoyed having that this is just the world and and this is kind of an established understanding of of superheroes and um, would you go to Avengercon?
2: Oh my god, one of my notes says when is Avengercon? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know, be in bloody California.
1: <laughs> the the thing they got really right is it feels like a provincial sort yes. of show it doesn't feel like you know I, I, i've been to london comic-con i've been to big shows in in major cities and i've been to guildford comic-con mm-hmm. and, and they are two very different things and one is in a sports hall and one is in a exhibition center and it really felt like that it had that sort of vibe yeah. going on which i loved you know perfect yeah,
2: absolutely and mm. and i just love there's so many details i mean there's so many details in the whole series like crammed in little things mm-hmm. Um but just with an Avengercon, all the little details they managed, but I mean that that um fan art or card or something with uh, Cap saying you're welcome America with yeah. his ass. Yeah. Do you know it's it's a, a, a tiny shot and, and Natasha gets on the memorial wall, which mm-hmm. uh yeah, I think that was probably something they felt that they needed to do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just so many little things that you just think mm. it, it, it feels like it's I know it sounds silly, it feels like it's people who really know Marvel making it. But (laughs) there's been a few we've watched where I have (laughs) wondered. Um and if, you know, if Kamala's gonna be this ridiculous fan, the people writing her need to
1: need to know about it. Absolutely, yeah. We we now have creators coming in who are fans of all this and Mm. and uh, have started developing their own T V shows and now get the chance to take the reins on a Marvel TV show. Awesome. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Some of me was wondering how how it worked with the fan art. Did they buy existing fan art, or does that create some kind of through the looking Glyard glass scenario metal, where you yeah. just can't cope IP wise, like and everything just explodes? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like they are all the crew sitting behind, going, "Can you just hang on?" Just...
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I did. I did wonder can, about.
1: That. Can you be an official fan art creator? Discuss, yeah. <laughs> you know,
0: well, if if you're paid, it's, it's not fan, well, it? exactly. It's so, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: but like if you'd already done it and then they bought it from mm-hmm. you,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but then because you're not supposed to make money from transformative work and, mm-hmm. and that, uh, oh, oh, the can of worms, and all the do, can because
2: people sell stuff at Comic-Con and what have you,
0: yeah. I mean, you used not to be able to do these things. You, you that's used to get to, me, yeah.
2: it's so when I went to London Comic Con a few years ago, and the vast majority of it was—I mm. know this is probably to lots of people—but you know, it's like t-shirts with with yeah. licensable mm. characters, and I'm thinking, well, I'm pretty sure you haven't licensed that.
0: I mean, it it used to be a thing, but if it is sufficiently transformative, it no longer has to mm. be. It, mm. Anyway, this this is a different podcast, but yeah. it is weird. <laughs> It is is a weird thing, I think it's one of those things, and particularly once Disney decided that actually they'd make more money if they just let people do this, because that is what generates fandom, which is what generates loyalty and money, yeah, Um, Mm. and look where we are, look how quickly those things grow once they let kids make art about it, which is in its own sense a good lesson, and and I suppose it's nice that... um, that this show embraces that really embraces that. Says, so look, this is fine. You can generate these things and be really cool cuz also, you know, generating fan content of any kind has not necessarily always been a particularly cool thing to do. So it's nice to have the source material embrace mm-hmm. that as mm-hmm. the central tenet of this incredibly important character. So, do you think of like
1: fan art of Avengercon
0: Almost certainly. I, I,
1: I, and the snake eats its own tail. It would take me moments. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's it's just all body now, the snake, you know. No, but no teeth anymore.
1: In, in referencing um, Turning Red, the thing that particularly it reminded me was the relationship with the parents in general, and particularly the mother, because Ooh. I feel like the, the story of having a slightly, you know, contentious, you know, coming-of-age relationship with your parent particularly your mother and then finding out they have the same sort of relationship with their equivalent parent it it feels like something i've seen in a number of stories recently um i think it was done with a slightly softer touch here which was appreciated perhaps because we've had everything everywhere and turning red which both did it very well Mm. um but i sort of appreciated seeing that the 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 different dynamics those relationships and some of the similarity to the dynamics.
0: I particularly mm. like the volume of Bon Jovi in this story.
2: Oh, oh did, yeah! Just
0: didn't see that coming. What, what a delight! A
2: fight scene to living on a prayer.
0: Yes, it <laughs> yes. Sick. Yeah. I just and Brown
2: Jovi is always going to make me laugh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I really enjoyed as well about that that complicated family relationship. Again, it's in the comics, but it's very, you know, it's like no, you cannot go to the party. There will be boys and there will be alcohol.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: End of story. Um but I felt like this, you know, starts with that but does have that kind of richness and complexity and it, it doesn't just kind of say, and your mum also had this complicated relationship with her mum. It's it's a different it's her own story. It's mm. not just like oh, we didn't get on and then this thing happened. It's she lived a different life. Yeah. Incredibly organic. Yeah. Mm. It it was mm. these were all characters with their own lives and they, they were all protagonists in their own stories. Mm. And the, um, and nice. I liked all of them.
2: You know, yeah, nobody felt yeah. like a. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be so easy to do a strict South Asian mum stereotype. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. and and yes, obviously there's elements where she's saying, you know, no, mm-hmm. that app is too tight or what have you. But I mean, I'm pretty sure. But and also every that's girl has been told that. But <laughs> a but part yeah, of
0: her costume.
2: Yeah, and, and, but the the warmth was so gentle mm. when. When they decide that yes, she can go to Avengers Con if she goes with Yusuf and oh, and yeah. um, and he's so fun. Mm-hmm. And then when she says about you know it's humiliating and him being so upset and her being so oh god I'm getting choked up now. Just it's <laughs> so I have a very close relationship with my dad and it's just delightful
3: You
2: know that you can hurt someone close so close to you so easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a teenager. I mean, probably quite regularly because you are trying to find your boundaries um, yeah I just it, every, everything every time they, they spent so much time on character mm-hmm. uh, it just it just built I mean particularly I was I was rewatching some of it today and the time they give uh, before the wedding there's a conversation between Yusuf and Amir about what ma- what kind of man he is going to be mm-hmm. and you know he's, he's worried he doesn't have a lot of money you think well, this doesn't really. This isn't something that pays back later in the plot mm-hmm. or what have you. But it, it's giving them that time. It's so. Mm-hmm. It so says something about that that relationship and and the family as a whole and and therefore Kamala, um, and then down to just silly things like, when they're in the the whole school battle, and Zoe's trying to break the um, oh like the fire glass thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's maybe to get is it an axe or something?
1: An axe or a fire extinguisher? Yeah. Yeah, a fire mm-hmm. extinguisher. I think. Yeah.
2: And she breaks it and then she breaks it and, and she's still kind of like a bit kind of, ooh, ooh, I don't want to touch Do you. Know? And that goes on for quite a long time really if you think. <laughs> well, they've so much, they've got There's so such much such a minor of character. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you kind of like, but that's so, enhances her character. Mm.
0: So, yeah, and that's so. the thing about it being, uh, bring it back to what Matthew said earlier, about television rather than a film yeah. because you've mm-hmm. got the time to mm-hmm. build everyone in. Uh, one of the things that Peg's noticed is um at, um in the wedding sequence, um, Toshi—I think it's Toshi's little brother—is um, wearing the yes. repurposed little Hulk costume, and I hadn't noticed yes. that the oh, first time. And I just love nice. that. Like, well, this is not going to waste. So yes. now you've got to wear it to the wedding. <laughs> 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 and it's just so many little things that just like you don't have to thread through. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, time for a long dance sequence because why oh, not? Such mm-hmm. a good dance sequence as well time for the actual wedding, like you know, so many of these things, you'd you know, you'd get to like just about to get married, and you'd have the fight sequence, but this let us have the mm. wedding mm. Um, and, 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 that and that
2: the joy, and therefore really builds the feeling of the danger because it's it's the interruption of the joy, isn't it? And yeah, and all these people that we care about.
1: Mm. That the flow of time is something that puzzled me slightly in this because okay. it seems that some of these events happen. Fairly quickly between each other. Mm. But I don't think the wedding was particularly mentioned in the earlier episodes. Maybe maybe that's me missing something. Okay. Uh, I feel like the coming of Eid is a very sudden thing. For, again, something that seems to... uh, That that is sort of built up to. But in the show, it seems to come out of like, oh, now this is the Eid episode. Now this is the wedding episode. And it's like, it, it would almost feel more natural if there were weeks between but clearly yeah. these are you know very, very short sequences as she's learning her powers and running away from the Norgin people, clandestines.
2: Yeah, no, the, the wedding is definitely, the wedding's mentioned in, even mm. when she fails her driving test. Her okay. mum's yeah. kind of like, well, you're not going to be able to help me with the errands, although right. in a much mm. more passive-aggressive way, which is beautifully worded. Um, <laughs> yeah, Eid, I think, comes out of nowhere. Mm. But she says it's lesser Eid, mm-hmm. which... it's. it's... And one of the eids. Yeah, but it's okay. kind of, it was kind of like, oh, it's Big, a lesser one. But... I, I don't know if that affects it, I know. Um, mm. But yeah, all, all of, I have just, oh, it's such a cliche thing to say, but I just really want to go to a Muslim wedding because that looks, <laughs> looks so, fun. Fun. Yeah. so
3: fun.
2: So mm-hmm. fun. And having all the guys dancing. Oh, God. number mm-hmm. <laughs> of weddings I've been to where, until it's absolutely the end of the night.
0: Not a man on the dance floor. I so uh, I can recommend a Scottish wedding. Oh yes. Um yeah. <laughs> yeah. but but yeah, I d I don't know if that's a particular to sort of Pakistani Muslim wedding, but I loved that sort of choreography. It's like we we worked this out for you. Here is your gift of the dance and mm. you've got um just everyone being involved, everyone having their own kind of little bit of storytelling in yep. that, um, mm-hmm. making time and space. Right, you know, Bruno, being I love Bruno's relationship with the family oh, as yes. well, mm-hmm. um, and and again taking time so so that he's got his own relationship with with each of Kamala's parents, as you mm-hmm. do tend to do if you if you are someone's good friend and you spend so much time in their house, you have to find ways to connect with their parents and mm. stuff that they want to talk to you about um otherwise it just gets quite stressful i think
3: so
0: mm. I, and i'm not sure i've seen that that element done so specifically like that kind of slightly more mature teenage idea of having those relationships with other people's parents cuz he doesn't have a family so in, yeah. rather yeah. rather than kind of play on his loneliness and desolation they they have they show that through him engaging
3: mm.
0: with mm. them yeah
2: he's got a grandmother which I missed yeah. the first time round, because um, he says at some stage that um, non is away or something. Okay. But that's really—I don't know. If perhaps there's more to that, and that got cut because you do it's get Possibly get the just
1: because
0: you're not allowed to live alone under eighteen or something in the city. Yeah. And
1: and and again, this is some of the stuff you get with a TV show because what? that's basically Ned, I think, from the Spider-Man films, and and yeah. he is very similar in a number of ways. But but they're able to build on it and deliver it mm. a bit more. I, I I think they didn't necessarily need the sort of slightly romantic angle to it, the slight jealousy. I I think they just about ended up on the right line of. He's not necessarily, you know, always wanted to date her or in love with her or something, but he does also feel some protectiveness, jealousy with someone else. He's
0: in love with
1: her. Okay,
0: I was I was surprised they kept that because I mean, again, like was it when are they, 2012, 2014? It was, it was peak love triangle years. Right. You know, it was Hunger Games and Twilight and all of those okay. times. And, and that was the story. And I, I like like it in the comics. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I was surprised they did it, but I didn't dislike it because I, I felt like it was not inappropriate. It just felt quite, again, organic is a really mm-hmm. nice word for yeah. it. Yeah. I, I think the thing is
2: because he, uh, so to my read, was that he they absolutely in love with her, but that the friendship comes first, yeah. Even, yeah. even when his, uh, you know, his feelings would be slightly hurt, or, or mm-hmm. you know, things didn't work out the way he pre- like, at the wedding, he, they were going to dance, and then Cameron comes in, but there was never then like snottiness from him, or mm-hmm. um, and I think you know, if it had continued on that she had picked Cameron, and, and then I, I think. It wouldn't have changed their friendship that much, you
1: know. No, yeah, because although they're not related, it could be more like a sibling friendship yeah. relationship. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that because that I was enjoying that aspect of it until they suddenly yeah. started doing things of like, oh, now he's a bit jealous. I was like, ah, I could live yeah. without this. I uh, think the
2: fact that you've got Nakia in the mix as well, though.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: mm-hmm. I, I love, you know, Bruno, teenage boy. His two best friends are girls. Mm. We don't see that very often. No. Um, and and so it wasn't, to me, because you've got Nikki there as well, it doesn't feel like, um, oh, well, he's only friends with Kamala because of his interest, you know? Yeah,
3: mm-hmm.
0: I think as well, because they, they covered sort of the platonic friendship in Shang-Chi quite nicely. Mm. I'm not saying you can't have more, more than one set of platonic mm. opposite-gender friends, but... <laughs> see,
2: that when that's, that started to go... A little bit hinting towards romance, and that annoyed me with that one. Mm. Did it? Yeah, I think we talked about this in the. I've the forgotten podcast. now,
0: So clearly, it and wasn't only,
2: only slight, only kind of yeah. like looks and a head on a shoulder type okay. thing. It was only like just mm. slightly that they that it could go that way. Aye. Um, and I was like, no, 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 I just want them to. Be More like we're worried we worried that it might friends. go that way. Yeah, yeah.
1: But then the friendship between Kamala and Nakia. Mm. Particularly, it's that bathroom scene. Yeah, it, yeah.
2: It... tampons exist in the MCU. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, it... I I I love their friendship again because Nakia mm. is in her own story mm-hmm. and has very much going on, mm-hmm. and and it's it was a lovely way of showing those those friendships where you are both actually kind of busy trying to pursue all of the things mm-hmm. and you do have to have those moments where someone has to kind of act- actively be a friend and remember to to do a friend thing because because mm. <laughs> they're quite busy and
1: and, and yet yeah, she yeah. she is hurt by not knowing yeah and, and that's the main thing not that she's doing it that mm. she didn't tell her that she's doing it and she goes off and deals with it and there's clearly a different story going on where she's the main character of Nikki comes to terms with being lied to, and then and then back into Ms. Marvel as a a sub character.
0: Absolutely, and I I love that.
1: And and then her with the father as well was exactly what a smart daughter does. It was so good, you know. I know know how to wrap you around my finger, you know. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. So I think we. We Like the setup, we like the family, we like yep. that. I, I also really liked how it was kind of very solidly. You got you felt like you knew the neighborhood, like you had all these sequences, mm. and trying to get the bus and just kind of move around mm-hmm. the space. Um, and that's that's also, I think, a nice acknowledgement in a show that's firstly for younger people, secondly for young people who may not necessarily be okay with the geography of any particular American city or even just kind of like, establishing where you are. Like, mm-hmm. what is school like? Maybe you haven't watched 47,000 American high school films yet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Buff is not everyone's go-to these yeah. days for <laughs> orientating themselves around American high school stuff. So, you know, I, I like that it, it felt aimed at a younger audience as well as being about a younger audience. Because mm-hmm. I think sometimes you watch... Spider Man is a good example. Sometimes I think it can be so conscious that it's going to be watched by everyone mm-hmm. um, that sometimes it sort of punches a bit out of space. And I felt like this state, this new it its audience, mm-hmm. um, and wanted to kind of sit with them. It did feel like like the early stuff where it was kind of sort of so illustrated and sort of stuff on the screen and things happening. I did miss that as
1: yeah.
0: it started to fall away. I understand why they they moved out of it. Mm-hmm. But
2: well I don't because you've got um, there's Adil yeah. and Bilal is it a director team that did mm-hmm. the first and the final one mm. and it comes back again I and mean, there's a little bit of it through some of the other episodes but then it comes back again in force mm-hmm. in the in the final one because in the, comes, final one, the yeah. battle school uh, the school battle and everything yeah Um. but yeah I was the same I thought oh, I think we could have had some more of this yeah. throughout because it's just so inventive and mm. again just stuff we've not seen and the way they deal with texts and Mm. So I'm not is at WhatsApp. I sound old. <laughs> That's um, you know, just just <laughs> beautiful. The, the, the one where she's with her grandmother in Karachi, and it's the kites, and then that they form the the message, and mm-hmm. it just mm. yeah, this is just top lovely, stuff, I think.
0: lovely, lovely work. So establish where we are, and uh, kind of everything is all sort of settled, and then you start to just kind of crack open the door into. the usual Marvel things, powers, alternate dimensions, beings with complicated goals of their own, and people who want to just go back home somewhere, Mm. and, um, how did you feel about the kind of powers, let's talk about the powers first, okay? I think, because they are slightly different from her comic powers, Mm. um... And again, I f like watching that, I thought, I don't know exactly what, what you do. <laughs> but she doesn't know exactly what she's doing either, yeah. so so mm. that's okay. But like how how did you feel during this whole kind of evolution in the early episodes?
1: I, I like her power set. It's quite interesting and, and works well for action. I I think it exactly as you're saying, there, it's not very well formed what her thing. There's a thing where she has to set off to go and do something, and we see her sort of running over crowds on the, the light mm. platforms. And she appears to have run, like, halfway across the city. Like, So it does this give her superpower stamina as well as... Because she's just running. She's literally just running. She's just doing the, the quick thing of over people. So... Mm. I, I, I don't know. I don't think I quite, like you say, understand what they are. Whether there's something more. and maybe they're leaving that to be filled in by who mm. whatever they need her to be in other things. Mm. Um but i quite enjoyed the development of its light and then its hard light and then it's a shield on her and it's a platform for this person and I, it, it, my my first thought was it's was very like green lantern and it's that forming whatever you can imagine and what you want something to be and i do love the green lantern powers they're so ridiculous because you can just take it too far and it means like the writers have to be quite clever about not doing ridiculous stuff. But you can do the same here. You know, She can just form barriers of light and then, well, okay, what do you do with that? And how do you get around this? And what's the next thing and the next thing? So I like it. I think it's interesting.
2: Nice. Yeah, as to what her powers are, that seems relatively clear as far as, as much as she knows. We know, I think the, that, that stamina thing, I think is an interesting one because she clearly doesn't have that when she's training. She's running up and down. Yeah, with you know that. yeah, So I think maybe that's like a hand wavy. Um, but, the, and this is the area where I do have issues, let's say. How all of this NOR stuff works, I don't think they were very clear on at all. Um, and I think the, the, the spanner in the works is the, is the mutant of ill for mm-hmm. me. Um, and it's not that, you know, I when I realised that that's what they were saying, because, dear listeners, I did miss that the first time I watched it, as it was very hot, and I had a fan blowing on my face, and I thought that she was going to be an inhuman, uh, and so I thought that's what he was referring to, so I had missed the uh, musical thing that made it clear
0: she's a mutant. And that feels very bolted on. In the comics, she is an inhuman, but she gets her powers in a different way.
2: Well, this this, this is the thing. So, before the mutant of it all... Uh, I was thinking, uh, you know. So it seems to be that she's got, um, because she's re- uh, related to um, Aisha from the nor Dimension, uh, you know, through the the hereditary line. She has got something that then, when she puts a spangle on it, it's activated. Okay. But then, does Maneba have it? Seems not. Does Sana have it? Uh... Given Sana's interest in all of this stuff, you'd think if she did have it, she would be slapping that bangle on as soon as possible because she was talking to everybody about it. And then you'd just show Maniba that you know, well, when she was you know younger, it, this stuff is true. I'm not your crazy mother, or at least not on this particular topic. Um, so I found all of that a little confusing, um, and the whole Noor. There's just it. It seems clear throughout that the the clandestines they just want to get back to the nor dimension although there's an interesting question as to why were they exiled to start with what did they do mm-hmm. um but okay so that's running all the way through and then camman has a line uh, i think when around about the time when kamana's telling him that his mother's died and and he says that she just wanted to protect the nor dimension i'm like where's that come from i don't think that's ever been mentioned um and I don't know. It just it, it just all felt a bit muddy. And on a second mm-hmm. watch, I kind of like, okay, I'm a bit clearer. And then you throw a mutant at the end. Like, well, so was Mani- was um, Aisha a mutant as well? And is that why the bangle worked for her, or is that completely unrelated? You know, it's just a bit that and and then things like when um, Najma closes the the one I don't even understand how it opened to start with by her stabbing the bangle. And then how she closed the um, the piercing of the veil mm. by dying and saying Cameron's name. And then he got all these powers that we've never seen her use. Do you know, it's, there's just a few bits mm-hmm. there where I'm like, mm, you've been so strong in everything else. This stuff is not clear at all to me. Um, and I can sit down and I can piece it together. But, mm. And also, I, I also have a theory that they haven't died, potentially. Because... We yes, we, they look pretty dead because we literally see the 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 inhuman-looking like shell mm-hmm. that comes on them, and then we see skeletons underneath. But I was thinking, they this what we're seeing can't be or is unlikely to be their natural form as Nur, because it would be a little bit coincidental that they happen to fit in perfectly with the South Asian population that they are living amongst.
3: Okay.
2: Hmm. And was when um, Kamala first puts the bangle on, or when it first activates, she flips backwards into this realm where there's these kind of ghostly looking
1: ethereal type ca- characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I wonder mm-hmm. if
2: that's what. So actually, it might be that they've not died; they've just shed their body, and Najma has actually moved over. Mm-hmm. Sorry, anyway,
0: I'm a little. Confused. Yeah, I think I, I definitely didn't really th- question much mm-hmm. of it when it was happening, and I, I think with with that. The whole introduction of you know we just want to go back to our dimension. I think a certain part of me just goes okay. (laughs) I I accept your your goals and interests. It just seemed a really weird line to put in later. Yeah, yeah. No, I I I agree that kind of who was using which powers and um, how exactly they were conferred and why exactly and 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 all of these sort of very different aspects. But it is. In that sense, kind of remarkable that it's possible to watch it all and enjoy it all and not, yeah, like you said, mm. usually it would throw you but but it just I just felt like they they made that the least important part of the show, and that's not how any of these other shows work. I mean moonlight is' an, is a good contrast because so much of that was spent really digging into what's going on here, yeah, and how are we doing mm. it, and how does this happen. Um, And this one was very much like, well, there's a lot going on. And you know what? We're teenagers. Let's not worry about it too much (laughs) because everything's a bit weird when you're 16. There's all sorts. (laughs) There's a lot to learn. Um, So maybe you don't need to worry about the big story
1: yet. (laughs) The the, the mutant thing is very interesting
0: because we've all been
1: expecting it for, you know, 18 plus months now for something Mm -hmm. to happen along these lines. It's interesting coming here. It makes me question instantly... Who in the and, and it's almost surprising that it took this long to question it, but who in this situation was snapped and returned? Because mm. there's an implication, mm. no one.
0: Yeah, oh, that's an interesting or, or point. Or
1: everyone, um, mm. but but the you know the snap does not play any influence on this story. Um, and, and it makes me wonder: is it are,
0: mentioned? No,
1: don't think so. No. Uh, you know, is it is it going to be a thing of um? people who were snapped have the gene or it's, it's that feeding it's into this. It it's, it's, yeah, yeah. What's, what sort of caused the mutation to happen or something or something with, with it. like it would almost be strange for it not to be caused by something else in this universe. Mm. You know, the weird, is it pink stuff that comes when Peter and his father try to destroy all the planets. Remember that thing That's in the end Guardians 2? Is it blue? Yeah. 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 Which also never
2: gets mentioned again.
1: Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> Hmm. It'll be hmm. interesting to see where, where they go with it. That's the one thing that is obviously... No, it's not the one thing. It's one of the things that is obviously setting up something else. Yeah. Well,
2: but in such but a that's subtle fine way. Because in such <laughs> a so subtle I didn't way, notice. <laughs> it's right at
1: the very end. And her response is, oh, well, it's just going to be oh, another explanation. It's just I a thing. I love
0: that. I love that. It's you just know, another label. Amazing. Yeah.
1: Amazing. Yeah. yeah.
0: And that, that's exactly, yeah. I think, I think that's that's what the show takes. And I really like as well that it's not like a gotcha. Mm-hmm. it, it yeah. is because it's there in, at the end mm-hmm. but it's not for the character yeah. she's like yeah
1: whatever yeah because mutant means nothing to her mm. So,
0: yeah I think that's the thing it's so loaded for us where
1: yeah.
2: mm. I mean her hearing there's a mutation in her genes well she thinks she's a gin to start with anyway
0: so yeah exactly well I mean again there is more in the comics and there are definite directions that are relevant um, but then you know She's not a mutant.
1: Mm. Well, yeah, it was. It was interesting reading that one of the reasons she's an inhuman in the comics seems to be because they wanted to push the inhuman story. So that's why mm. they made her inhuman rather than a mutant. And she, you know, there was an argument some of these some of these characters could have been either, and they could have mm. not invented the inhumans and just had even more mutants turning up or something. But it was a nice quasi reset for let's establish a new group and a new background and do some of these stories.
0: Also, in so, the comics, she's connected to the Kree.
1: Right. Ancestrally. Which this did seem to be as well. That's that's exactly where I thought this was going to be going as well. Because it seemed to be a Cree arm that the bangle came off.
2: Yeah, so. which I think then makes sense if we're looking to Marvel's and Captain mm. Marvel's background, mm-hmm. um, because yeah, that was well, I don't know how else it would be if it wasn't Cree. Yeah. Although to be honest, more the Cree that we saw in Agents of Shield than the Cree that we saw in Captain mm. Marvel, because mm. a lot of them weren't blue. Was there only one of them?
1: No, a couple of them were blue. Yeah. Um. Mm. But okay, so, so mentioning the North and the clandestines and the djinn and so on, mm. my my downside to this show, my negative of this show, is any villain. I I think they have been particularly poorly drawn here. I think the gin, mm. exactly as you're saying, Laura, were flippity gibbets. i not entirely sure what was they just sort of... Started friendly, but so friendly that you're like, "Oh, they're they're villains," and damage control. Mm. She might as well have been wearing a moustache. It was just so so on the nose. How bad they were going to be, and how awful, it's like, I don't, I don't want to in live a in a world. Yeah. in
2: the mosque, and you're
1: like, oh, um, every time we get some sort of government agency in these things, they have to be negative and they have to be bad and so on, and it feels like okay, we've been doing this since the mid-90s. Mm. You know, Mission Impossible took a very long time for those films to stop being about traitors. The James Bond series has basically only been traitors since Pierce Brosnan took over. Mm. It 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 would be quite nice to start having agencies that aren't actually fully evil and working against the will and... Stuff.
0: Wasn't Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. supposed to offer some such... Well, yeah, I, I don't know, well. I didn't watch it all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you see what happened to S.H.I.E.L.D.? No, I don't yeah. watch it. Your... <laughs> no, You've but seen... in MCU, oh, what happened? To ah, this is Abby, though. No, what happened to S.H.I.E.L.D.?
1: Hydra.
2: Oh,
0: <laughs> yes. uh, did they do that? Yeah, no, that was the whole. Oh, yeah, Which on... film's that in? Winter Soldier. Uh, yeah, oh, Captain is that Marvel what happens or... in Winter Soldier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, is... I just discount that. That's nonsense. The, I'm sorry. The Agents
1: yeah. of S.H.I.E.L.D. bit where they do the whole Hydra thing is exceptionally yeah. good. That me- That's it what made nice. that series go for seven years because they did yeah, that one thing right. so well, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But yeah, there's a lot of backstabbing still. Yes. Yeah, and this intro, so we've got Agent Cleary, who's um, the guy in the office, mm-hmm. and then Agent oh, Dear something. The woman. Diva? Outs- D- diva, diva? Something like that. Oh, she was quite the Diva. Um, oh, oh, the oh, oh. Dish. <laughs> um I like it. But I do wonder if he's going to turn out to be a bit of a better guy than we're seeing so far. So he was the one who was grilling Peter in the mm-hmm. no way home. And then, obviously, when he brought Zoe in for um, interrogation, this time he was suggesting that the enhanced individual had tried to kill her, etc. Um, but him then compared to Diva, uh, I, I do, I do think maybe he's going to be end up becoming a bit of a, a friend of the
0: heroes at some stage. Mm-hmm. A Bit like a
2: oh well, you know who we do have. We have
0: um, Woo. Woo? Yeah, we do. Oh. We
2: do.
0: Jimmy Woo. Jimmy Woo. One division.
1: One division. Oh yes, of course. Yes, we do, don't we? Yeah. Mm, yep. Yeah. And what a but, delight. But yes, the head of sword in that was terrible and caused all sorts of. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think I, I'm just, I'm just think... over this story, and to be fair, I, know I do watch mean. every story. So perhaps, <laughs> perhaps if if you are not as watching all of them as us, then it's not so bad.
0: I know what you mean, but I, th- I think when you look at how the the stories that this show chooses to tell about the experience of Muslim Americans. I think that that this was part of a story that they very much wanted to show and and you don't get that kind of meaningful finale without it. And I think that there's something very valuable in showing that sort of weight of community as well. Mm -hmm. I think Mm. it would be very hard to tell the story without having that, experience in there and mm-hmm. I would say that's probably not as rare an experience as one would like it to be and and that's the story and those are the facts and, and I think that I, I give it mm. much more room here than okay. I would in Loki let's say yeah
2: yeah I think um, it's more against the background of having seen it so many times
0: yeah it's I, I think again. this is but this is culturally Told as as well as just yeah. kind of situationally, and, and there, is this there, not there's the, more?
1: Is, is this not the place to subvert it or invert it in some way, rather than we're going to try to? It.
0: It's for young people as well. Like mm. you have to remember that again, if it's is for a teenage audience that is potentially living through this True. for the first yeah, no, time about, and hasn't mm-hmm. watched every Marvel show yet yeah. <laughs> and hasn't seen.
1: And no, line it's, of duty. <laughs> it's no longer a surprise. I think is, is no. part of the problem. So, no, that
0: you know, that, that very much isn't a surprise. But I, I did think that having that kind of, in the final scenes, having the kind of community, come together yeah. against that, mm-hmm. I think that f- is subversive, mm. in the way that we usually end up telling those stories. I thought that was a particular line through, mm. that kind of unbearable authority. Yeah. Um, that actually, no, weight of people can overcome this. The bystander can support um, writing of injustices and, and so on. And, and this is actually a way through a real situation that is prevalent in mm. certain spaces. So, yeah, <laughs> which is a long way of saying, I absolutely know what you mean, but I think that that, that story does belong to this one. And yeah. I think that if it's lazily used, you're absolutely right. And I think... you're point shows how often it's used a little mm. lazily. Um and you know, there's there's a lot of government agencies in the MCU, aren't there? So <laughs> Yeah. But um but I, I actually thought this was specifically a really good example of of um dealing with poor authority. Like right through the whole way in which that was dealt with. I really okay. I really did like that in this. And again, I wouldn't usually want to, but I just felt Felt like I had something to say and it had something to do and it showed some things that people don't necessarily usually do with that, um, and it ended well mm. in this series. Yes, which it also doesn't usually. Then you usually have to have a season two where the worst person is in charge of the whole thing,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or, suddenly or like head of the family and has to yeah. become part of your group, yeah. Your <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: So you know, I mean, we'll see. We'll see where they go with it. But mm. but actually, now you mention it, I like that in this <laughs> um yeah that that for me was not a criticism um shall we talk about the I would say probably the standout episode for me um episode five time and again mm-hmm. uh which gives us an, an incredible flashback sequence of events oh. um and that was the episode i was I was away when that was on, and uh, i didn't get around to watching it and i couldn't use the internet for about two days because <laughs> everybody was talking about it, and it was really nice to see you know just you, you know how you kind of get like the Marvel scan mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> where you just kind of get a sense of how it's going and if something's very very bad and you maybe should read it and perhaps not watch the thing but there's mm. there's just felt like a, a great sense of kind of engagement. Mm. And I thought, like, oh, there's a lot of articles coming out, so I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna wait until I've seen it. Um, how how did you find that kind of sort of trip into the past in this?
1: I I loved the storytelling of it, and mm. um, watching their their relationship develop and and, and over years, you know, that you you got a real sense of the time passing for them. Um, as well as the hardships of the time and the stresses of the time came in, you, you know, as secondary to the relationship and what they were going through, but it was clearly an important thing and clearly building towards something. I think it, it uh, you yeah, know, we talk about what's done well and what's not done well, that was done very well. You've got a really good sense of them.
2: Yeah, I think it's the fact that they're dealing with huge historical events mm. here mm. that a lot of people don't know much about, and mm-hmm. I have to say. Everything, and that's a very small everything, that I knew about Partition before this programme, I had not been officially educated on. You know, It wasn't mm. ever mentioned at school. Yeah. Um, it's just where perhaps I've heard it uh, perhaps mentioned in a different TV programme and gone and Googled mm-hmm. or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But this, the fact that they managed to bring it so alive and, and keep the focus on that family, on Zana's mm-hmm. family um and the, and how partition affected them and when um when Kamala lands in that back in time in that train station and you see that just the humanity of of the panic and and uh, yeah it's something i have to hold my hands up to that watching this as a british person is pretty challenging as far as hmm. as well wow, this this is not our proudest moment at all mm-hmm. um and <laughs> not- just yeah, it it genuinely brought me to tears
0: just seeing, seeing all of that. Um, and I really, yeah, so I was just gonna say, I really like your point about how it it stays so centered mm. on the family because we talk a lot about when Marvel play with real history mm-hmm. or try to weave in real history, and I was glad that I had seen that there was this kind of wave of positivity and engagement and certainly i haven't got that far your five episodes in i certainly felt a lot of trust in the showrunners um on this one Mm. so i thought it would probably be fine but um but i i really loved that it was a family story it was not at all the family story and it Mm-hmm. wasn't and by the way this was actually not the british it was magic all along yeah. <laughs> that was very much not oh, gosh, the no. thing here but you know there are years where you absolutely wouldn't have put it past uh, marvel but but mm. i think it shows how far we've come that we mm. is we're, we're telling stories from history and we are telling them carefully and thoughtfully and we're also making those relevant generations down
1: the road uh, and I felt like I was pleased they didn't pull their punches on it
0: mm, You know, they, they
1: were telling it in a very non-colonial way um, mm. it, it, it reminded me of the opening of Watchmen dealing with the yeah. Tulsa Massacre which again is yeah. something not many people talked about and wasn't really educated about and here it is we're going to show it to you, it's going to be really hard and we're going to weave some of our own story in there as well Um, But it then leads you to go, right, I need to know more about this. So let's go and do the extra reading and and understanding of it.
0: And I think that's something that I really liked seeing when I did come back to the Internet was seeing the enormous amount of leaning into Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. listening and understanding the elevating of people. Sharing their own stories, their family stories, or just kind of scholars um, mm. in in the area, and you know, curated reading lists, and really people actually reading the things, yeah. doing the work, and and saying, you know, so often people from kind of backgrounds that they feel have been very regularly portrayed mm. on um, in, in the MCU, you know, New York, <laughs> let's talk about that, um, saying. Okay, you you've given me something. You've given me something I don't know, and actually, let we really are going to do the thing that we mm. always wish people would do. You know, it just it it felt like in response to this, people really following the model they always hoped they would. I think, and and genuinely being interested and appalled, and actually actively learning something incredibly important. Mm. Still, mm. as a result of this, mm-hmm. relatively young. TV series, and that's that's nice to see. It's nice to see that we've that for all it is superheroes and all these things, you can still mm-hmm. make real impact. I felt the show had real impact,
1: and, and that's where it couples really well with. You know, you were talking earlier about the intended audience, and this is this is going to skew to a younger audience, and good, give them information on this stuff, stuff that we weren't mm. shown or taught, and wasn't talked about, and it should be. Um, So it's good to see it there, and it's good to see people engaging. And there were all sorts of debates about the low viewership of Ms. Marvel. Uh,
0: I I missed that. Was it low view?
1: The the numbers comparatively Mm. to other shows, yes. Yeah. But I think this has a a very different audience. I think it might not appeal to Marvel's core audience, who will just watch and gobble up stuff, and they won't Mm. watch it for reasons and probably not good reasons and it
0: does start and skew very young and i think mm-hmm. it, it you know some people might be like oh this is kids marvel
1: but the 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 core of this is still an audience who will engage and will read about the thing and we'll discuss mm-hmm. the thing and, and discuss you, you know the really hard historical topics and the use of music and mm. you know the 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 animation used in there and the fan art used in there and you know every aspect of it in a good way
0: and I would actually say that the kids are perhaps better equipped to deal yeah. with the history and the hard things than all the people who turned it off at episode one. So I feel like that mm-hmm. show really knew what it was doing Yeah, mm-hmm. in that respect.
2: I imagine once we get the Marvels, quite a few people who perhaps did skip this one will go back and, and, yeah. and watch it then. Yeah. And I do wonder if, because normally we get the, the the launch figures, if we get any figures at all. Um, and I do want, because this one has a bit of a word of mouth as well, mm-hmm. where, you know, mm-hmm. particularly uh, I listen quite a few podcasts, um, which are wonderful things, obviously, um, talking about TV and, and what have you. And it's interesting, sort of like, if you've got a group of hosts, so sort of perhaps one of them will have seen it and they're raving and the other's kind of like, yeah, I, I didn't think but it was necessary for me, but actually, no, okay, I'll check it out now. So nice. I, I wonder if the sort of pockets cool. of that happening all over the place. Mm um one one thing that did throw me well not throw me out just, i was just a bit surprised at is we get that Pathé style newsreel at the beginning of mm-hmm. this episode who is this who is this newsreel for or if if we are you know it, it's it's presented as if it is a newsreel from the time, but you've got the r p english accent talking about british oppression and divide and rule mm-hmm. well you just they wouldn't be would they no you're not going to have I that don't from think a, so.
1: no, and that's that, British yeah. viewpoint. That's what I mean about not pulling their punches. They're going to do the thing of educating about it, but absolutely put it in context of this is not a good thing. This is a terrible no, I know, thing. But, it, it, but okay,
0: I, I'm just saying it doesn't make sense. Could it? Could it not be from within India, where you would presumably still have?
2: No, that that was that was a proper RP BBC voice doing it. Yeah,
0: but there'd be plenty of people in that surely that is the point of the British withdrawings, they've been there a while. I, I could be wrong.
2: Yeah, I I don't
0: I am it's it, so it, the accent It's it. it's not know, an in universe
1: thing, I think is the No, I think piece I think it. it's
0: context. Hmm. But it's Yeah, okay. Anyway, I just
2: I just thought that that threw me out a little bit. Certainly I mean they don't is,
1: have actual animations on the side of buildings. Some of these are four hour enjoyment <laughs> as as T V shows, so
2: no this was a clear discrepancy Okay. and and again I keep saying this but it goes back to all of the time they've spent building the characters I don't think the partition element would have landed as hard or as well Mm-mm. if they hadn't spent all that time building character um, and and really interesting seeing the effect of partition when you look at the different generations so quite early on partition is mentioned where um, they're sat around the dinner table and I think it's is it Taisha? Um, Amir's yeah, fiance, Taisha. Um, so the basic explaining um, to her, and, and Amir's very much. Every Pakistani family has a partition story, and it's not they're not very happy. Mm. But that versus Maniba's reaction to it, and then versus Sana's reaction. This building, as you get mm. further back and closer to the events, um, but yeah, I, I just thought it just felt very sophisticated.
1: Did, did either of you, when it was being mentioned and that story was shared, think, oh, it's going to be Kamala who did that? Did you see that coming?
2: No, no, I thought it was okay. going to be Aisha.
0: Yeah, same. Yeah, and I was quite surprised. But also, I liked it, again, more than I had thought I would. I was mm. happier to go with it than I had would have imagined I would be if I'd read, for example, the synopsis first, which I've been known to do. <laughs> um I should point out in the hazard of me hosting this episode, I skipped one episode ahead in my notes because I was going to talk about going to Karachi before Uh I talked about (laughs) going back in time. um, Because I was, I was vaguely going to build it chronologically. Structure, yes. I would have, I would have opened with that. I would have been like, "It's you know, (laughs) 1942." Going back a bit, um, because you know, there's there's other characters to mention that we didn't Mm. yet get round to. um, So go to Karachi and uh, meet Red Dagger as well, Yeah, a mm-hmm. uh, key character in the storytelling. And again, you know, talking about l- being really situated and located um, in the New Jersey side of things, I've, I loved the kind of pace with which we were like, okay, now we're going somewhere else and we're going to do reasonably the same thing there as well. We're going mm-hmm. to situate you in a very similar sort of way mm-hmm. in Karachi and here's something completely different. It felt quite different for Marvel. You know, when we were watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier and we sort of talked about the way that Marvel uses cities generically around Europe to do generic things, mm-hmm. it was nice being in somewhere real with a name. Yeah. Um, I understand some of it was filmed in Bangkok, but there's also been a plague on and a lot of other things. It's... And I think they really did their best to to... Being Karachi, mm-hmm. and to tell the story there mm. I, I really enjoyed seeing somewhere real in the Marvel Universe.
1: I think I think the Karachi stuff felt almost the most disposable to me. it was it was a lot of expositional and, and you know giving giving more characterization to their background and their history, which was quite nice. Some of that family relationship I enjoyed was there obviously but it did have a lot of breakneck exposition and action going on. Um, which was enjoyable in in the thing itself. Um, oh, may, maybe this is the flip side of it's good. It's TV shows it can do stuff like this, whereas in a movie you'd, yeah. you'd probably find a quicker way to do it. Um,
2: I think that all the family stuff in Karachi mm-hmm. felt essential mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because because Sana's so key, and so far we've only mm-hmm. seen her like nostrils on a on a yeah. phone screen. Um, Love Sana, I love her. I'm just coming from a party when she rocks up to the yeah. to the airport. Um, all of the stuff with Walid and the explanation of the Noor and what have you—that all felt very mm. rushed, and we have to get this in very quickly. And and him dying like straight away. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, was a bit
2: like oh, wait a second. Um, and to be honest, the explanation of the, uh, the explanation he gave of the Noor I mean, it's not very complicated, you know. It, oh, well, it, if they do it, then it'll destroy our
0: mm-hmm. um, realm. Of course okay. it will. I don't, Why I don't, not?
2: Yeah, I don't think we needed a hologram for that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I do. But I also think it's important that we get the sense of place then for when we do go back in time.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fair.
2: And her cousins were very good. awful. Well,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's you reminded me of that. I'm like, I, I'm not sure I buy it. And I'm not sure I want to, They're just leaving. Oh, yeah, to come door. Well, yeah.
2: I think you needed want at least one of them to be a bit because because they you know they're lovely, mm. and then leave her on her alone in a city, uh, you know, in a brand new city where she yeah. doesn't really know what's when they've going been told not to. Yeah, and I think perhaps if one of them had been you know very distracted and not interested in Kamala being there, and it was you know pushed on them that they had, do you know, I think mm-hmm. that would have made mm. a bit more sense.
0: No, I, I know what you mean. I think, um, I think along with kind of moving the show so much and then also having s- so many things coming in, it felt like there was an awful lot in that episode, but, um, I think it was episode four and I remember by the time episode four finished, I felt like it had just sort of just stopped and I just was like, oh, but what? What happened? <laughs> mm. There's just so many too many things happened for it to feel like an episode where I could be like okay, we got here and things unfolded. Um and I, I sort of understood what exactly had unfolded because it was it was just an enormous amount of stuff. I felt rewatching it that it was better.
1: Okay. Oh, that's um cool. it felt a bit clearer. Because they also start possibly lot. introducing a love quadrangle at this point. With the attractive young red dagger oh. champ. The, the writer said they deliberately didn't yeah. go down that road. i I'm think not sure that's just,
0: true. I think he's just attractive, Matthew. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think sometimes yeah. young men are reasonably
1: attractive.
2: attractive and being quite nice to her, and that was. Yeah. I definitely didn't get any kind of. Oh,
1: interesting. Okay.
2: I, absolutely, I could see them doing it. Yeah, them mm-hmm. being probably massive, you know. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, <laughs> them with a capital T. <laughs> uh, but I'm glad they didn't because I mean, yeah,
3: pff,
0: mm.
2: there's
0: enough yeah. going on. There's enough going on. There definitely, um, is enough going on.
2: Just going back to some some going on is uh, we've got obviously our um what looks like a severed Kree arm when they find the bangle, which mm. is on a floor of a cave that looks like it's got the Ten Rings on it. Mm,
0: yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yes, I wondered about yeah, that. There's an aerial mm. shot
2: down, and it does look like mm. the Ten Rings. Okay. Um, the the symbol of the Tamrings, mm. and also there, they say um, the man in the temple said we needed two of them, and there's a discussion that says well we'll just have to do with the one, so I do wonder if we will be seeing another
0: bangle at some stage, mm. and who would have the other bangle? Yeah, yeah, Cree maybe.
1: I I would mm. admit I did wonder if her going to the past would mean she basically got her bangle as a second Bengal and took it back to the future yeah. with
0: her. Ooh. Mm. But she didn't. Did she? No. no. Well, not... Yeah. I just... You of, know. Story. It's, it's the... Bit,
1: yeah. the You know, in in 1955 Hill Valley, there's actually five DeLoreans that can time travel at one point. It's <laughs> <you know.
0: laughs> a beautiful thing. Yeah. That's the film that keeps on giving. Yeah, right. um, Do we have any time travel thoughts, fears? Does it work for everyone? Any... Crises. Everyone happy about that? I've decided not to think about time travel too much. <laughs> in general
2: but particularly mm. in the MCU. Um, it's... I took it that this was something that when Aisha whispers after, after she's been stabbed she mm. whispers the... Wait, I'm going to find it, I'm going to find it I'm going to find it, I'm going to find it There! There! Oh, I wrote this down specifically.
1: Whoever wields yeah. this bangle has the power of Aisha. <laughs> the That's the power no. of Aisha's attic. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I yeah. uh, so I, I took it that Aisha set up some kind of time loop or something, and by calling the bangle in the future to mm-hmm. come back when she um, whispers to the the I think to the photograph, isn't it? What you seek is seeking you. Which I had completely missed until I did the rewatch. So that was from the poem that As Hassan, her husband, um, starts to say to her when they first meet. Oh, uh, nice. Um, and so yeah, I assumed that was some kind of loop that set up, and she was mm-hmm. expecting Sana to come back with the bangle. Mm-hmm. but it was obviously Kamala.
0: I was gonna say, "What you seek is seeking you" is not one of those lines where the more you say it, the better it gets, because I. They, people said it very seriously, and I kept looking at them thinking, I don't know what you mean.
2: Well, this is, the only way I can think is if you're thinking of a loop. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, because they, yeah, say, they do no. say it
0: a number of times. They really do. Um, and the more they said it, the the more I thought, hmm.
1: It feels like something that was written by a comics writer as being something very quick to put in, in a comic. So I, I'm I, surprised about it because it sounds like something that should come from... The series, that the... well,
2: I wonder if it is actually. I'm going to Google. I wonder because, as I said, he's reciting a poem to her. Hmm.
0: It's just, it's fine, but I just it felt like one of those things where it's like, and we're going to say the meaningful words, and it's not.
1: Magicaboola. you know What you seek
2: is seeking you as a quote attributed to the Sufi mystic and poet Rumi.
0: Oh, there we go. Which is you know marvelous, but is it? What happens in the show? I mean, it's there's always time for Rumi, but
3: so, is it da-da-da. a plot
1: point?
2: For many, this line reflects the law of attraction, the idea that your thoughts and intentions draw good or bad things your way.
1: Oh, okay, whispering things Which, into yeah. being.
2: Yeah, kind of manifesting, cause, mm, you know, manifesting... I can um, enjoy
0: it if I needed to do the homework to get it. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> I could have used a footnote or like a little asterisk, like cite your source. Give me a reference and I will follow it. Like just the bottom of the screen, needed. citation needed. You know, yeah. I don't mind doing further reading. That's fine. Again, there's always time for rooming. It's fine. That, that, that it's
2: ins- you know it's inscribed on the bandel now and all of this stuff. It's. I yeah, see. I think. Okay. It only oh, starts to make sense <laughs> when I did start trying to think about the um, the time
0: travel stuff marvelous mm. so I think we uh, covering things out of order doesn't make for a marvelous flow of podcast and we kind of already talked about the want in the whole mm-hmm. section around mm. um, the various government agencies but um, once we once we kind of finished up the sort of family storyline and then come back for the kind of no normal final episode I, I sort of came into it going I don't know what will be in this episode. It was very interesting to have something where the arc wasn't direct, I felt. You know, having gone through these other series going, oh, what are we building up to mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. way? Cause, I mean, you certainly were, but I felt like the, the kind of the family um, backstory and resolution was its own arc inside. And um, well, I thought that was very satisfying. So to then kind of still have this final episode with all these other things, you know, oh, yeah, there's all these other... New Jersey people doing things and um, jeopardy over here. I really was quite taken by that. Um,
1: I, I think I loved the home aloneness of the school sequence. Yes, it was so, <laughs> uh, and it was joyful. It was it was like some of the stuff we got in their first episode. So, you know, Absolutely. I think a lot of that is down to the, the directors. Um, mm. it, yeah, it was just a pleasure to watch because it. I was so fun. It should have been low stakes. Now those big. Smashy gun things that the mm. the damage control people were using were a little bit aggressive. I think they they're <laughs> they're not non whatever. So
2: it, it, some kind of Sonic type stuff. I was yeah. It's it's
1: got a bit it. kind of Iron Man esqueness going on with yeah. it. But but they were like punching holes in walls. So yeah. mm. Mm. on the destructive
0: side, mm.
2: damage control I, is was set up by Tony, wasn't it, with the government.
1: Implied to. I mean, we've never had the, the mm. financial history of the MCU much to our our sadness. But <laughs>
2: well, no, Matthew, no, you know just that I would love the snarkiness it, but... there. It's specifically <laughs> mentioned in the first Spider-Man film. Mm. So yeah, it is. Okay, <laughs> so it would make sense that it's his kind of. Um,
0: it's kind a of bit weaponry. Tony-ish. Some, but some it is, dramatic it is weapons. Harsh. Yeah.
2: Harsh. You it would be like a, a, yeah, yeah, a dial yeah. on it that's. Mm. We're going to stun you a little bit, or we're going to mm-hmm. smash through a wall completely. I'm going to say again,
0: would you though? <laughs> like, just you know, looking at current things. Well, I mean, not you... not really a nation known for dialing it down. Well, no, but you have tasers and guns. I,
1: I was, yeah. Do you? Watching the sequence, I was I had some serious questions over whether they should be doing the sequence in the school. Now, presumably, it had already been shot by events in May. Oh, that's um, the, but it had a
0: warning. It had a warning. Oh, did it? Okay. it. okay. Yes.
1: Shit. Yeah. Uh, didn't it? I thought. I didn't did. think it did. But, but yeah. Um, yeah, I was. Given that they had questions over it for, for Obi Wan, this yeah. I thought was like. Oh, I'm, well, then I'm this not one, sure this is a choice we should be making, chaps. You know, every,
0: everyone makes it out in this one, which is a bit different, and there's True. a lot yeah. more tennis balls in this one. Yeah, but it's still, um, you know, um, And as uh, you say, it was a joyous Home Alone sequence. Mm-hmm. So I, I think tonally, and and it does get quite intense at the end when they they do kind of get everyone. Mm. It, it is pretty intense, and that's what I was saying about how actually it does take you to a place, and then it is resolved mm. by normal people. Mm. To, a, to a significant extent The like, Ms Marvel part of it is She doesn't fix it It's the crowd mm-hmm. That mm. fixes it mm-hmm. And I think that's so powerful Simply because as you say It, it is all a bit much It is mm. quite a lot But tonally A lot of what they do in the school Is just so much fun i mean the whole science experiment thing which you see in the first episode when it comes yes. back mm-hmm. i love it mm-hmm. i love it it's really like everything that is in um that final sequence is prepared mm. in the first episode which is just i you know watching that back you just go oh nice 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 work and,
1: and i like the inclusion of the tiktok quasi bully yeah. possible love interest girl i think i think I enjoyed that as a character, to be... Actually, she's Mm. not just school bully type. Yeah. Um, And she's also not stupid, which is quite nice as well, you know.
0: And I I did actually feel like the... We've come out of the 1980s school character tropes at last. I feel like we have come through to the fact that kids are different Mm. now. And not necessarily all nice, but they do vary, and they don't all fit into those tropes as as well as as they used to. Mm. So we have different as you say, you know, kids who are more than just one thing, yeah. mm. who are popular but also intelligent, but also capable. Um, you know. And also kids who will band together regardless of, of other things mm. to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um again, it's just it was again all on the right on the right side of good. It was nice. I have really um, got a lot about. It's a podcast with Paul Shear,
2: and he said that it's everything he loves about Buffy. But if Willow were the lead, yeah, I
3: yeah, yeah, that. yeah, I love yeah. that. Nice. Yeah.
2: Mm. It's it's the geeky girl that gets the gets the central role here.
0: Mm. I came up with when we were watching and saying it's it's the difference between a character that has a plan and a character that asks what's the plan and sometimes it would be the same character mm-hmm. and they can kind of move through these things but the more i started to watch things the more I'm sort of looking at who's the character who has the plan and who's the one asking mm. what's the plan and I, I love how much Kamala is the one who has the plan mm. here and sometimes beautifully illustrated as well nice. the bit where she said that's your note that's your note yeah. that's one of yeah. my favourite bits all thing. Um, I also kind of wanted one of them to say we don't have time for all of
1: this drawing <laughs> yeah <I just> and <laughs> she stood there doing all <laughs> yeah. the detail and yeah <laughs>
0: Expression is key. (laughs) I feel like she would have a strong feeling about that. Um, I think we've kind of covered most of the big things that I want to talk about. Has anyone got any big remaining topics? Another educational thing for me is that after the
2: um, Jinn reveal, I think it must have been episode three, started seeing all this uh, chatter on Twitter about how this had not gone down well with a lot of Muslim fans. Hmm. And I obviously didn't know what Mm. it was and so did a bit of reading around it. And apparently um, in Islamic mythology, the jinn can be good or evil. But um, a number of fans had expressed frustration with the reveal because uh, I don't know if this is a general view or just in their view, the Quran condemns the practice of worshipping the jinn. And so they've kind of interpreted Kamala's jinn-based powers as an act of shirk, um, Mm. the sin of idolatry so yeah fascinating um, mm. Mm. which I don't think they necessarily wrote back because she is still Jinn isn't she mm. I mean as they say it I can't remember who it is but somewhat I think maybe it's Waleed says that if Thor had landed in the Himalayas then he would have been called a Jinn as well so it's just this sort of general okay. title well, I
0: feel like it's one of those terms that means you know so many things and so many spaces and Islam is a massive religion mm-hmm. mm. with massive complexity and variety and I, yeah. I'm guessing the show knows that and at least comes from within that yeah. mm. but it is it's always interesting to see what communities portrayed mm-hmm. have to say Yeah. But, and about these things yeah if we didn't have a, a program about yeah mm-hmm.
2: uh, mm. an American Muslim teen yeah, I I don't know. I just find it. I find it. It's so interesting. It's something that's so specific about a, a, mm. a family that is in so many ways has a different experience to my family, and yet it connects so much.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
2: just think there's such value in that.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. And, yeah, from, from, the,
2: the the education of the differences, but then the the recognition of the
0: similarities.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And I think the show has been just a really quite a profound experience in. How involving it's been.
1: On on, on a similar note, uh, the music has just been outstanding for us. I've mentioned Mm -hmm. it a couple of times. I I worry slightly that this is the sort of most... I I don't even know what the word is. Anglicized? Anglicized isn't the word, but westernized? Maybe westernized version of music from this community? But at the same time, it's been chosen by everyone and included in it. So...
0: Mm. I'd say I saw a, a few people mention a couple of specific songs where they were just like, oh, children of this very specific background will all be dancing to that okay. one. Nice. They know that thing. Nice.
1: And That's my worry. That, it's my have... worry that, that yeah. it's appealing to me because it's been made utterly vanilla from what it could be. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, to match match uh, my, my background and Western um, music tastes. But at the same time, my wife has downloaded it and we've been listening to it because it's amazing. <laughs> it's really solid, so...
0: Also speaking of sorry, I was going to say the the music the the actual kind of pop classics in as we mentioned mm. Bon Jovi, but it kicks off with the weekend, and you just think that's that's not a cheap mm. inclusion that's a big intro mm. <laughs> that's um and then be my, uh, is it be my baby yes, yeah, which was and she's dancing gorgeous. in the kitchen yeah gorgeous. which was weird because I've also just recently watched Last Night in Soho which has a very similar okay. uh, yeah, neon yeah, yeah. aesthetic to <laughs> that scene and is a radically different, different. story yeah. <laughs> it's just, but it's just such a similar aesthetic and I was just like, what? <laughs> really confusing so yeah um,
1: the, the final point perhaps well Abby do you have more points to touch on
0: I think I have made my point okay.
1: the, the final point to touch on then is probably the credit sequence and and the I cameo, so. which I'm assuming no one was surprised in the cameo. No, no, no. Nope. Uh, I I was very delighted. It was it wasn't just and she comes down because she hears someone's calling herself Ms. Marvel or has you know yeah. something has gone off in space and she comes to investigate. It's it's an actual like, oh, I don't know what I've just seen because I don't know yeah. if there's an aspect of teleportation and place switching going on. If it's a, a, a shape shifting type thing. Is this actually Captain Marvel or is this just Kamala looking like Captain Marvel? I don't, I don't know what it was. I know I'm pretty. Oh, you think enough. that's
0: ambiguous? I thought it was ambiguous because there, there is um, a version of that in the comics, which is a thing that I would not expect to be the choice that they've made here. No, yeah, I'd I'd heard about
2: it being. I think isn't one of the first things she does is switch into yeah. Captain Marvel. She
0: immediately turns into Captain Marvel.
2: But I think the way that Captain Marvel was looking around the room, I don't normally those kind of things. She'd be at a mirror,
0: mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. If it, whereas
2: mm-hmm. she's looking around the room and looking at posters of herself. To me, that felt very clear as a teleportation. Um, yeah, and so I'm curious I, to know what she'd been up to
1: mm-hmm. with possibly new hair, different hair. Main game.
2: yeah.
0: Different
1: hair, mm. not the uh, hair I wanted.
2: No. Different hair to the last time we saw her in uh, actual film, but yeah. maybe the same as in the Shang Chi.
1: Okay, I uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah I couldn't, mm. couldn't place that. Boo! Mm. No,
2: I like it. I'm like it. I'm liking we're getting some we're that plats, bit of braiding going on.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so. As much as it was expected, I was delighted by it. It, because oh, it was I was so also, simple. I cheered, yeah. I clapped. But I'm also pleased that
2: see her. we didn't see Kamala and Captain Marvel mm. together, because yeah. I think mm-hmm. when she first meets her, that needs to be a bigger thing. That's than very excited moment. for them yeah, to meet. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: want that to be big and on screen, and yeah. and I want a good time with it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and so the Marvels is not so far away. is that? Next year, I think, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's, I'm already excited. One mm. of the four Marvel films next year on this Back on schedule. I think I
1: think four is going to be the standard now. Yeah, how how can be it's going to have to be mm. too much. Three.
2: three, is just about right. Just
1: based that. Um, uh, Let me see if I can get a date for you. Scheduled to be released twenty eighth of July, mm. twenty twenty three. A year oh, that's from today. Tree.
0: Well, isn't oh, that wow. a coincidence okay. that we just so happen to be recording? <laughs> but it is
1: part of phase five, of it says. I don't, I don't know where mm. the transition between four and five is going to be. I've not watched the thing, uh, so um, I we,
0: they did Black say
2: that's the end of four. Okay. Yeah, okay. or yeah. forever. Even mm. Mm. so, that'd be exciting. Mm. Yes. Yeah, very curious to see where that goes. Absolutely. And I, I hope we get more of these supporting characters, even for a, a bit. I mean, obviously it would be difficult because we've already got three heroes in that
0: film. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, do you think we'll get a series two? I assume we'll get a series two. I think maybe after
2: Marvels. I mean, obviously. Mm. But I think and it, uh, maybe even a decision might be made after the Marvels because I think that's the one you'll see. Will people come back and watch this series? Mm-hmm. And, you know, does she then blow up more... Mm. Um, to the point that they, you know, they think that they can get the the interest for a second season. And 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 I'd if they are, one.
1: yeah, if they are establishing a Young Avengers type of idea, which which yeah. I, I've convinced myself they might not be. That actually, what we're seeing, although although it could lean into a Young Avengers, it's not it's not they are setting up Young Avengers. They are setting up. Chris Hemsworth's not going to do this forever, and Brie Larson's not going to do yeah. this forever. Let's let's just start having future Avengers, younger yeah. actors in our just in our things, and, the next and generation exactly. And and I'm I'm actually really happy with that as an idea. So that'd be interesting. Mm. It has left me very excited for She-Hulk. Maybe really? maybe they've turned a corner and they've sort of figured out how to do that. You know, Hawkeye into um, Moon Knight into Ms. Marvel. I think has been a pretty strong run. It's been a good you know, run. Uh, yeah. they, they, they've done well on each, if not done excellently. Um, compared to going one division, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki. What mm. you know, it meandered mm. a bit in that first year.
0: Oh, we've got series so. two of Loki still to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. I am. Um, this one feels like it broke the pattern that we've been talking about all the time, mm. where the third episode is the kind of lo- low point. Let's yeah. say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to think. To, uh, wait a second. When did they go Karachi? Fourth is that, episode. That's the fourth episode, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yep. Yeah. But there was um, only there was some one stuff of those. In there, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, so this felt it, pretty consistent. Mm-hmm.
0: Great. The first, the first through is three other kind of sort of New Jersey arc set mm-hmm. up and that kind of family thing, and you've got the sort of mini, um, mini finale almost of the, of the wedding. Hmm aspects that Mm. felt like such a big piece Mm -hmm. it it felt like such a a full kind of dramatic thing that it it didn't feel like an episode three pause Mm. and then by shifting the action and then having your um, time travel and then you've got a big finale still Mm -hmm. I felt like each episode had so much of its own identity and I think it was sensible that it was six parts I think yeah. there must have been a temptation to make it eight and that yeah. would have been bad. Mm, I reckon no, I think, it was I just think fine. six dense um you know, maybe just occasionally a little bit too much almost, but but yeah, I I think overall it's nice that how much we've enjoyed it, Absolutely. how much mm. we've got out of it. Mm. Like it's felt really substantial. Mm. Yeah.
2: Um and, and worked yeah. really well on a rewatch because there is so much there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. If you've watched this once, I would absolutely recommend going back and doing Mm. it again because when you're like, even if you get even slightly diverted by the how did they with the what with the thing, it's it's really nice to be able to let that go and just enjoy the characters Mm. and the acting, Um, and the the dialogue. it, It was really nice to enjoy the dialogue, actually. That's that's another point here. It's just there's been some really creaky stuff in some of the other series, and I felt like this one was. Pretty neat. Good. I liked it. So
2: So, yeah. I have one final point is obviously Doctor's Watch. Okay. Oh brilliant. Which I've not done on everyone, but I have done on this one. So Um, who do we think is in Doctor's?
1: Oh I a parent. Hmm? A parent?
0: No, Cameron I was just gonna
2: say, Kamran, so, yeah, yes, the yes, only British yes. one. Yes.
1: Yeah, of course. Yes, um,
2: but I did wonder if there might be more because uh, mm. you know I thought yeah. we might actually have some more British actors in there, but actually not very many. Um, so yes, he he has done his stint in doctors, of so course, we're still of course. on track.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Amazing. On which night? Uh, I think all that remains to say is thank you very much for listening. We would love to hear your thoughts. Uh, we are at eloquent gushing on Twitter. Uh, Laura where can you be found On Twitter at Laura Geeksat uh, Matthew
1: And I'm on Twitter at Matthew Vose.
0: And I'm on Twitter at This A.E. Shaw And I don't have a fancy ending sentence So I will just Say It's been marvellous